Hi friends, it's Sarah May. This is a podcast about the importance of being present. And that by that I mean being present in your body. Just basically why soothing your body and reducing the chatter in your brain is really the key to your and actually the world's ultimate happiness. This is almost like an introduction to my podcast in that it is truly the key to every positive change you want to make in your life. It's also the key to happiness and the key to finding your life's purpose. What is that? It's consciousness. Feeling the feelings that are going through your body as they come. Being fully connected to that awareness and not occupied by a roaring sea of thoughts or rapid-firing fears and analysis. Sometimes it's like facing a roaring lion. A lot of roaring things here. (laughs) Because some terrible, awful stuff can live inside of us in many moments of our life. So feeling hopeless or worthless or afraid of what's to come. And yet, we must allow ourselves to feel those things. It's the key to building your ultimate life. So as usual, there's three parts to this episode. The general what, the why, and then as a tool, I'm just going to end with a meditation. So here we go. The what. In order to be truly empowered, you must understand your truth. You must look at it and move through the shit as it comes. You must be at the wheel of your life, meaning be in your body. You've got to be present to do that. And you have to be in a balanced state that allows you to be completely in tuned with your natural, breathing, energy-filled, identity-less body. Why is that key? Because unconsciousness is where we lose the path we were walking. When we look away, when we unplug, hyperfocus on the minutia, or avoid uncomfortable feelings, that is what ultimately creates our greatest imbalances and prolongs our pain. When we have a habit of being unconscious, we also lose sight of the path we took to get here, so we can't backtrack. So you might end up in a spot where you can't figure out how to change. And you think to yourself, why am I suffering? Why am I so powerless? What's wrong with me? In other words, we get stuck. It's like forgetting you have hands to drive because you're too afraid of looking down. What you realize when you deliberately begin staying in your body and navigating through the muck as it comes up right off the bat is it's not that terrible. It's not as bad as you think it is. And you realize you are capable, you are strong, and you're a lot stronger than you think. And you will always make it through the pain. And no matter how bad it is, the pain won't kill you. And the pain won't come all at once. You will learn to manage it properly, and you'll take it in little pieces. And when you use tools to do so, it's over a lot faster because you're managing it in a healthy way. The realest and greatest damage comes from prolonged unconscious running. It's that slow, wrong turn in life that takes us a lot of years to get out of it, and sometimes it's too late because those years have been lost. We've missed out on things that were very important to us. When you're unhappy and you're feeling powerless, that's real pain. That's suffering. And that's what makes the majority of the population suffer and feel depressed and hollow and angry and self-loathing and bad and ugly and talentless and 
They just take it on as their identity. But it's all coming from being unconscious. Which brings me to the why. Basically, hyper-focusing and never taking a break. As a society, we tend to get hyper-focused on our path that's like right below our feet. Am I doing well as a person? Am I successful? When will I get to the right level? How can I be more of what I want to be? There's so many ways that we shut off and stare directly at what we're doing. We try really, really hard and we focus on just our tasks. And quite frankly, it's nice when you don't have to deal with your emotions. You can just be void of anything real. It's much easier that way. And thus, we begin a habit that turns into a vicious cycle. We tend to pour ourselves into things, systems, like work, or new outfits, or being at the right parties, or watching the right content so we can talk about it with everybody. It becomes like a non-stop focusing on stuff, external things, a job, etc. It becomes your identity, just the external becomes who we are and what we do. Part two of this vicious cycle is we now need stress relief because that's what happens when you hyperfocus. That world, that system begins to rule us. We chase harder, and as a result, we want very much to shut off. Then there's YouTube, Instagram, TV shows, email, Facebook, Snapchat, etc. And overall, just plugging in to anything other than whatever is in us. Because it's kind of chaotic. We're very heavily attached to stimuli, and what it does is remove us from being in just one place, our body, feeling our feelings as they move through us in our current experiences. So basically, plugging in means your brain keeps set to on. So what happens when you do this for the majority of your life, never unplugging to say... Take a walk in nature without your phone. You end up getting locked into a larger system of thought that is not your own. It is now a part of a belief system that continually reaffirms your role and where you stand. So you are not measured by you, the being, with blood and feelings and laughter and dreams. You are measured by you while plugged into this hierarchy that is your, quote, label or, quote, role, according to everyone else you know. You become same, a part of a mass system of thought, manipulated into chasing things as a collective friend group. And together, you pursue the next awesome purse. You pursue the right cultural knowledge. You watch the right shows. You lose yourself as an individual. And without even noticing it, you become a pattern, a loop, a brain that eats and breathes a system that you have subscribed to. I am like this. Everything you see confirms your loop. Everyone's doing the same thing in every movie, on every show. By you just passionately doing a good job at what you're supposed to do, you work hard, you're social, you share, you work out, you watch the news, you strive for nice things and a house, the right car, without even noticing it, one day you are just continuously unconscious. It's almost like an energy-saving mode of thinking that's designed by other people. So if you thrive in your system and reaffirm your worth, eventually you are going to not notice that it's been continuing for a very long time and you haven't haven't questioned whether it's something you want. Because in truth, 
you are very different. You're very different than everybody else in the world. You have something different to say, different to express, than anyone ever born. When you are not allowing yourself a balance of consciousness and unconsciousness, you might not allow that self to come forth because it's much easier to subscribe to what everyone else deems good. It's safer. It's scary to be different. There are no measures, and therefore you are vulnerable to the world. And if you don't have a complete confidence in yourself and your worth, then it can be very, very painful when others define that to you. So what I want to empower you to do with this information is begin to step out of unconsciousness and deliberately seek presence. If that term is confusing, then I just seek boredom, seek quiet. Make it a daily part of your routine to spend a large chunk of time without plugging into anything, including your system of thoughts. Welcome discomfort. Welcome weird feelings that are going to bubble up. That, that's a good thing. And that is what you want to do because what you quickly learn is that it's not as scary or hard to look at them as you think it is. And if something is coming up, it likely should. It holds within it a key piece of information that you need to know. It's something for you to confront. Which brings me to part three, the how. The how is whatever you want it to be. So if you're a beach person, go into the water and focus on the nature around you. If you like the mountains like me, go hiking and heavily invest in the sky and the birds. Basically, listen and look. Don't analyze. Your goal is to be quiet and to listen to your own beating heart. So your particular tool for unplugging will be custom to you. But I wanted to close with the meditation because meditation is a good way to begin training your brain into this style of being, of non-thinking. It strengthens that muscle, so to speak. So I know when it comes to past trauma, the feelings are much more intolerable and intense. And mentally occupying yourself becomes somewhat of an addiction because it's the one place you're not vulnerable. That's a different kind of situation, but you can and will move through the emotions, but you must medicate each one of them with something that supports you emotionally and use it with all of your might. For example, yoga, therapy, health groups, breathing exercises. Be aggro and consistent. And for everybody, trauma or no trauma, I want you to create a daily habit of empty space starting today and decide that you are going to deliberately train yourself to move away from the hyper-focusing so that you can better grow your best self and get to know that self. What does that self want? So before I go to the meditation, I will pass along my closing paragraph. The goal is to know thyself truly which only comes out when you are given the empty space within, when you separate from other things and allow what's buried deep inside of you to come forth. You pass it as gracefully as you can by healthfully soothing yourself. And once you have that balance and that intimate awareness of yourself, your truth is clear. You are now honest about your dreams and you can activate the best self you're meant to become. And once you keep walking through the fire of life with all of your might, completely conscious, knowing that you are vulnerable, but soothing it as much as you can, what happens is you come out bigger and brighter and stronger and more successful, happier, 
You remember what it was like before all the thinking and worrying and thoughts and obsessing about things that haven't happened, before you got complicated. It is our thoughts that take away our ability to use our own power. And that's what this is all about. From a complete state of consciousness, your highest self makes the decisions. You do the work that needs to be done. It's the key to being healthy, to being in shape, to falling in love, to being on the path you want to be on. You just let go of the crap that doesn't matter because for the first time, you can see how meaningless it really is compared to life and peace and your holistic well-being. And I'll reiterate with all personal growth to look at the problems in the first place and say, I want to change this. That is the hardest part. To be scared, acknowledge that you're afraid to change, that you don't really want to go through it and it seems impossible. That is the hardest part, is just looking at it and acknowledging that's what you need to do. Because once you do that and you commit to going through the work involved anyway, the rest is downhill. That is the secret I am desperately trying to share with you via all of my podcasts. I'm trying to remove the what if and the fear that might keep you looking the other way. Stop running and avoiding and decide to look. To move forward with every important change you need to make in your life. You also get to become kind of a tuning rod to greater things that are farther outside of you. You're opening yourself to inspiration, to dramatic growth that in this place is not possible. It's from a place of complete mental health and presence that you are suddenly open to those unexpected light bulbs. Shit just gets awesome. And don't feel bad if you have avoided personal growth or being in your body thus far, because there's no wonder you run. Loss, change, hard work, the unknown, all of them are so scary. And there are parts of life that can really hurt and remind us that we are alone or it makes us feel like we're not worthy. And so to be totally aware and conscious can be really challenging. It's like deciding to burn yourself because it's the only way out of a burning building. Pain? No thanks. I'll just keep watching television. So if you're in a place in your life right now that you didn't want to arrive at, it's likely because of being unconscious. That's how we go down a lot of the wrong roads accidentally, when we shy away from pain, when we numb, when we don't deal. So the good news is that once you make a habit of moving through stuff that scares you and being diligent about staying in contact with your personal truth, it gets easier and easier. And you realize that the pain ends and it's not as hard as you thought it would be. And each time a challenge will help you grow. But we really do need to stay conscious and in our bodies and looking ahead at the horizon and not looking down at our feet. That's what we need to do to honor ourselves, even when it means something painful has to happen. There are a variety of ways to soothe your body so that you don't suffer while you go through this. And one of those, as I said, is meditation. And I hope you start this habit today. I highly recommend the Headspace app, but the contest is now over. But when all of you is aligned behind your best interests, amazing things happen. And your armada of tools grows bigger each time you utilize one because you witness it works. Suddenly you change. You experience growth. You're stronger. You build momentum. 
You empower yourself to care for yourself and you get better at changing. And I speak from personal experience. I have established a habit of aligning my actions with my highest values. And therefore, I know that I will be there for myself, despite how painful a realization might be. So my dream is to help you feel confident in yourself and your self-caring abilities. To feel so armed that you will be brave enough to look at things, to accept things, to feel things, even if they hurt. Because I truly believe you will prove to yourself, Hey me, I love you, and I won't let you down. Let's do this. So with that, let's do some meditation, shall we? This is part three. So find a comfortable seat, or just a comfortable position, and start to take really deep, slow breaths. Try to count to four as you breathe in. And pause at the top. Count to four as you breathe out. Keep doing that. And gently close your eyes. And now I want you to picture one really nice thing from the last 24 hours. One anything. Could be a person or a gesture or just the fact that you have running water. Maybe it's something delicious you ate. Just picture one thing, one person even, somebody you're really grateful to know. Maybe you had an exchange and they said something nice to you. Now just picture that thing and savor the happiness it brought you. And just really live in that gratitude for just a moment. Now I want you to picture that feeling of gratitude filling your entire body. It's like a warm glow. It's spreading to your shoulders, through your arm. Now it's filling your whole chest and your rib cage. Now it's concentrating like a bright, warm light in your belly. And now it's spreading through your back, your tailbone, down your legs, your hips, and finally all the way down through your lower legs and into your ankles. And now it's in your feet. Now picture that bright warm light is just beaming out of your feet, out of the top of your head, your ears, your neck, your fingers, and it's just filling the room around you, the space around you, lighting everything up. And it's filling the entire volume 
this room. That's how bright it is. Now I want you to picture what is around you just in your mind's eye. Just begin to pay attention to some of the noises, how far away they are or how close they are. And if your thoughts start to wander, just bring them back again. Just witness. Don't analyze anything, just watch from your mind's eye. And now come back to the sensations of your body. Notice any tickling or any pressure any individual part of your body. And if you do have any discomfort, anything, just watch it. Don't do anything about it. Just observe. It will pass. And now come back to that thought you had. Gratitude. Or maybe you have a new one. Just picture what you have that is really valuable to you. And just really know you feel that gratitude. And it's real. And it's a reason to be happy. To feel your life is good. And you are loved. Now picture that bright, warm light kind of growing warmer and warmer right around the area of your heart. Now picture sending that to a particular person that might need some of that right now. Picture it beaming towards them and they feel the effect. They might not recognize what it is, but picture them feeling that warm glow of love and positivity. And picture them growing energized by that glow. Picture them smiling. Now bring your awareness back to the sensations in your body. Anything that tickles or has texture pressed against it, like the feeling of your clothing, the weight of your body underneath you. Start to really focus on bringing your consciousness back your ability to physically move your body. So maybe start to barely twinkle your toes, to barely start to wiggle your fingers. Now take 10 very, very slow, deep breaths to count to four.
you lose count, come back to it again and pick up where you left off. Feel your physical body, your 10th breath. We're going to, in your own time, allow your eyes to slowly blink open. And as you do, you're going to gently let a smile rest on your lips. As you get to your 10th breath, know that you are filled with gratitude and you will now be magnet for more blessings. Invite them towards you. Save off anything that might not be serving you and just focus on this warm, glowing feeling inside of you that is bliss. And as a reminder throughout your day today, start to get distracted by anything that's not serving you. Close your eyes and take deep breath, counting four in and four out. And just take a moment to recall something you have to be grateful for. It's just your reset button. It's your way to recharge, reset your natural state, which is a state of gratitude. I love you guys, and I hope you have a